You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast. Please enjoy today's show, hosted by Pastor Dan Stahlbaum. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Morning Breath. We're a drive-time devotion, sure to jumpstart your day. It's beautiful Thursday, April 8th. We're going to be getting into Hebrews chapter 9 in just a minute. That's what we do. We take a chapter of the Bible. We read it. We spend some time with the Lord. We do a morning devotion. And then we come down to the studio here at the Merritt Island Campus of East Coast Christian Center. We read the chapter on the air, and then we talk about wherever God leads us in the chapter. Not sure where we're going to go. We didn't discuss anything about the chapter. We don't, uh, as a rule, we might say, you know, something that stood out to us, uh, you know, just in conversation. But we're just here to hear from God, have him speak to our hearts, read it, and then what stands out, what God illuminates as we read it is what we talk about. And it's fun. And I keep saying we because Pastor David Gammon's here with me. How you doing, Pastor David? I am super excited today. I love—we're going to Hebrews 9, and this is an incredible chapter. There's some chapters where you could really go and and read on your own and, and kind of get the big chunks out of it. But the whole book of Hebrews, I want to encourage you, go yeah, to yeah. Hebrews 1, walk, take the whole journey with us. There's, yeah. there's man, it's this good. is going to be a good, good podcast. I'm super excited for it. So. Yeah, Hebrews is, a, is an amazing book, and— um, the wild part is, while this book is being written, everything's still going on. Yeah, all the Hebrew religion, all 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 of Judaism is in in full effect. Mm-hmm. They still have a temple. They're still killing bulls and goats, and there's still a high priest, and there's still a you know priests, and all of that's going on. And so it isn't like, oh, we have Christianity over here, and then more secular Judaism, which we have now, which mm-hmm. doesn't have a temple with, you know, the sacrifice of bulls and goats and all of that. You still have Judaism, don't get me wrong, but we're talking about the converts, the people who are converting to following Christ were coming right out of this, and this was still mm-hmm. here. This would be like um, you went to the Universal Unitarian Church mm-hmm. and you were in Publix. And as you're pushing your cart down the aisle, up the aisle comes the, I don't want to call the, the leader of the universal, you know, Unitarian Church, probably I'm not sure. like George or somebody. But anyway, <laughs> that's probably George. Sally. Um, but anyway, she comes walking up the aisle. Now you guys are face to face. This isn't like, you know. This is big. Yeah, this is big. This, this is, is big. like standing up for something. Mm-hmm. That's totally against your culture, your race, your people. Your mm. it's a big one. So Hebrews is a is a book that's uh, they're, I mean, master masterfully written, and uh, a lot of the stuff that these guys were dealing with, yeah, in that day is taken care of. And of course, then there's the overlap into our lives. Absolutely. And I tell you what, if you're just joining in and you want to find out how to go back to Hebrews 1 and actually find any of the other chapters we've done, get our app. It's the best way for anything East Coast. We we man, we put everything from our weekend worship experience on it, our events, our groups, but we also, we'll talk about now, put Morning Breath on it. So get the app, go to where you get your mobile apps, put in East Coast Christian Center. You'll see our icon come up. Go ahead and download that thing. You know, obviously it's totally free, and it's a great resource. Go to our website as well, eccc.us. 
You can go forward slash morning breath. It'll take care of you for that. But also go to our homepage and check out what else we got. Join us for a weekend service. Trust me. Come on back. You can come to our church. We ain't going to judge you for wearing a mask, and we ain't going to judge you for not wearing a mask because our eyes are on Jesus. All right? right. So, and the last, social media, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook. Follow us on all those platforms. All, All of that. Follow us. Get Jesus on your devices. Get Jesus on your devices. So, man, I want to jump into this chapter. You know what I want to get? What do you want to get? A Royal Rangers mask. Uh, Royal, uh, not Royal. Uh, what's that? Roy Rod? What is Roy that? Ro- the masked guy? The yes. With Tonto? Who is that? Oh, uh, Lone Ranger. Lone Ranger, yeah. I want one of those masks. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. not going to help Mask with COVID. Fire. But yes. I think they're cool. Yeah, I, you know, man. I think that's a cool mask. God. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not into the Jason masks or any of that, right. but a little black one with the eye holes and Keeps you secret who you are. Nobody knows exactly who you are. Who is that? Who is that? Is that Pastor Dan? Well, as soon as he opened his mouth, we knew. Right. Okay, well, let's get into it. I'm going to read New King James. How about you? I got New King James today as well. Serious. Um, So I'm going to read the first 14. You read the last 14. Sounds good. Perfect break. All right. Pastor Dan, I say to you, read, sir. Then indeed, even the first covenant had ordinances of divine service and the earthly sanctuary. For a tabernacle was prepared, the first part in which was the lampstand, the table, the showbread, which is called the sanctuary, and behind the second veil, I'm pressing a button that that, that record there, sorry, Um, behind the second veil, the part of the tabernacle, which is called the holiest of all, which had the golden censer and the Ark of the Covenant overlaid on all sides with gold in which were the golden pot that had the manna, Aaron's rod that budded, and the tablets of the covenant. And above it were the cherubim of glory overshadowing the mercy seat. Of these things we cannot speak in detail. Now, when these things had been thus prepared, the priests always went into the first part of the tabernacle performing the services. But into the second part, the high priest went alone once a year, not without blood, which he offered for himself and for the people's sins committed in ignorance. The Holy Spirit indicating this, that the way into the holiest of all was not yet made manifest while the first tabernacle was still standing. It was symbolic for the present time in which both gifts and sacrifices are offered, which cannot make him who performed the services perfect in regard to the conscience, concerned only with foods and drinks, various washings, and fleshly ordinances imposed until the time of reformation. But Christ came as high priest of the good things to come, with the greater and more perfect tabernacle, not made with hands, that is, not of this creation, not with the blood of goats and calves, but with his own blood he entered the most holy place once for all, having obtained eternal redemption. For if the blood of bulls and goats and the ashes of a heifer sprinkling the unclean sanctifies for the purifying of the flesh, how much more? Shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offered himself without spot to God, cleanse your conscience from dead works to serve the living God? 
and for this reason, he is the mediator of the new covenant by means of death for the redemption of the transgressions under the first covenant that those who are called may receive the promise of the eternal inheritance. For where there is a testament, there must also of necessity be the death of the testator. For the testament is in is in force after men are dead, since it has no power at all while the testator lives. Therefore, not even the first covenant was dedicated without blood. For when Moses had spoken every precept of to all the people according to the law, he took the blood of calves and goats with water, scarlet wool, and hyssop, and sprinkled both with the book itself and all the people, saying, This is the blood of the covenant which God has commanded you. Then likewise he sprinkled with blood both the tabernacle and all the vessels of the ministry. And according to the law, according to the law, almost all things purified with blood, and without shedding of blood there is no remission. Therefore, it was necessary that the copies of these things in the heavens should be purified with this, but the heavenly things themselves with a better sacrifice than these. For Christ has not entered the holy place made with hands, which are copies of the true, but into heaven itself, now appearing in the presence of God for us, not that he should offer himself often as the high priest enters the most holy place every year with the blood of another he he then would have he then would have to suffer often since the foundation of the world but now once at the end of ages he has appeared to put away sin by the sacrifice of himself as and as it is appointed for men to die once but after this judgment and but after this the judgment so Christ was offered once to bear the sins of many to those who eagerly wait for him. He will appear a second time apart from sin for salvation. Amen. Amen. Wow. Uh, just one tiny thing that jumped out at me that uh, I probably have said this before, but I'm going to say it again. Verse 27 says, And as it is appointed for men to die once, mm-hmm. but after this the judgment that verse does away with reincarnation. Yes. If you're out there and you're trying to kind of work reincarnation into your sort of Christian thinking, you're you know you're trying to get your mind around the Bible and become a become you know biblically uh, centered and and uh, have a biblical worldview, but you still have this reincarnation thing where you know because it's kind of cool to think I used to be a pirate, you know, or. I used to be Johnny Depp. Well, that's not cool anymore. He's getting sued, isn't he, by about 87 people. And Is he? Think, oh, yeah, he's in big trouble. He's like, yeah, wow. he abused his wife. and He should have had the Bible. Yeah, yeah he <laughs> should have had the Bible. But but that whole reincarnation thing, it, it's, it's if you believe the Bible, which if we're Christians, we should be, mm-hmm. it's appointed for men to die once, but after this, the judgment. So... Reincarnation is not part of the Christian experience. You can't work it in. You can't. There's other verses that go with that. But just as a, just as a little point to start this out today, totally. you know, with people who try to mix kind of their, mm. and we all do it. Uh, don't get me wrong. I know what I know now because I've studied the word for a long time, but I still have things 
that I need my mind renewed. Amen. When I started doing this, I had all sorts of crazy ideas. I just brought Jesus in. I didn't have any idea, you know, about a lot of stuff and all the little ideas I had about, you know, what heaven was like or God was like or, you know, any of this stuff, what church was like, what Christians were like, all of that. None of that was real to me yet. You know, I didn't really have a biblical worldview on it. I had my Dan view from my personal life experience. And so if you're still in that place where you're, you know, developing your yeah. your biblical worldview, reincarnation is not part of uh, the Christian experience in any way, shape, or form. Now, what's 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 cool is you're not reincarnated. You know, you don't come back as somebody else, mm-hmm. but you are resurrected, mm-hmm. which is way better than reincarnated. Amen. Because the way I read about reincarnation, I spent some time in India off and on, is you if you might come back as a rat or a cockroach or a cow, and that's why cows are sacred in India, by the way, because they think it might be old Uncle Ed who came back, you know, as a cow, and so they treat cows with a lot of respect there. Um, you know, hey, reincarnation's a bad deal. Yeah, you know, I, I, it, you say, oh, we don't, you know, we'll just keep coming back. We'll keep coming back. Really? See, I really like steak, though. So. Um, yeah. Old Uncle Ed better be okay. careful. He's vulnerable. Be careful. He's vulnerable. He might become a T-bone. I, I mean, like, really, this chunk, this chunk of Hebrews, as we're going down, as Pastor Dan is saying this, is that there's some really important things um, inside of this about your e- eternity. Mm-hmm. And one, if you had to say down to the thesis statement is this, is that you cannot earn your righteousness. And now the author of Hebrews is explaining to a person that would know the system of what it means to be righteous. Right. He's explaining the system and saying, listen, what you know is this role of the high priest who is to kind of oversee the righteousness of Israel or the people of God, that became Jesus. He paid a price. You realize this price is usually paid with with a credit card, we'll say in our terms, which is, which is uh, goats and calves and bulls and stuff like that. And he's saying, now that debt Jesus paid, not with a credit card, but with cash, it's done. There's no more payment. The payment's over. Well, in the the scripture, he's saying that cash was his blood, which means those of us who have called on the name of Jesus and made the divine exchange, our righteousness for his righteousness, our sins are wiped, washed white as snow for the rest of your life. But actually, he's eradicated sin, the power of sin, as well. And that's why he's able, this finished work is completed. But really knowing that, this is what really stood out to me. Because in knowing that, we can wind up with a, uh, I, I, I'm kind of a little bit going to call it a goofy grace gospel, which means Jesus did all the work. Now there's nothing I can do. But it says here inside the scripture, now then, verse 6, now then these things have been thus prepared. The priest always went into the first part of the tabernacle performing the services. But into the second part, the high priest went alone once a year, not without blood, but with the offered himself. So Jesus went to the second part. I'm here to say this to you. This grace, this righteousness, you are still now a priest of a royal priesthood that we would see in 2 Peter, um, I think it's 1, 8, and 9. You are a chosen generation and a priest of a royal priesthood. You still have, you still have the divine responsibility, calling, honor, <clears throat> and an incredible honor to be the priest 
to your workplace, to be the priest to your family. There is a service still of bringing people to know Jesus, serving at your church, leading a small group, um, doing these things here, because our whole story is like John the Baptist. It's pointing people towards that finished work of Jesus Christ. And and I'm calling you now. I'm saying, hey, you're a priest of a royal priesthood. We don't have to work for righteousness, but we do need to work to get Jesus in our lives and Jesus to people. Yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, one of the things that's interesting here is if that if it was working, mm-hmm. the blood of bulls and goats, why did they have to keep going back in every year and doing it? Mm-hmm. And it also brings into uh, into this uh, portion of scripture conscience, mm-hmm. how you actually feel about it. So you get sprinkled with blood like Moses stood there. And when he did that first big, you know, introduction of the law, he wrote the first five books of the Bible. And when he brought that big uh, introduction and it says, uh, it starts, uh, let me see, where does it start? Um, about verse nine or so. Uh, anyway, verse 18, excuse me. It says, therefore, not even the first covenant was dedicated without blood. For Moses had spoken every precept to all the people according to the law. He took the blood of calves and goats with water and wool and hyssop and sprinkled both the book, so he put it on the scrolls, mm-hmm. and, and itself and on the people. He scattered it out on the people. And then he went into the tabernacle they built, which was a tent of meeting, and he sprinkled on all of it. So so everything's got blood on it. Mm-hmm. And without blood, there's no remission of sin. That's what we know. No forgiveness of sin. Let's use another word for it. It says in verse 22, And according to the law, almost all things are purified with blood, and without the shedding of blood, there is no remission. Um, f- many Bibles have a footnote there uh, that say forgiveness. There's no forgiveness. And so it takes blood for forgiveness. Well, if blood forgave me, then why do I need to go every year and all the time to get this done? And why does a high priest have to go in every year and do it if the blood cleanses sin? Well, the problem was it was the blood of bulls and goats and Mm -hmm. heifers and sheep and pigeons and all sorts of things like that. Instead, now Jesus took his pure blood um, that was, you know, he, without spot, I believe, is how one of, the, uh, one of the, uh, the ways it's worded here. He, without spot, shed his blood and went and sprinkled his blood on the mercy seat, mm-hmm. on, the, on that holy of holies. And I think it's interesting that— um, when the ladies came and fell at Jesus' feet, in one of the Gospels, he says, touch me not. I've not yet ascended to the Father. Yes. So he's, he's got a job to do still, mm-hmm. and he's basically saying, can't contaminate any of this. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I love you girls. <laughs> You're sweet. You know, you're my faves. I, I, mm-hmm. I'm going to come back and spend some time with you. But I've got to go sprinkle my blood on the mercy seat once for all. Mm-hmm. And I got to go do it right now. Another interesting thing 
and I don't know if this is me just making stuff up or something that, you know, is actually revelation. Uh, one of the times when Jesus appeared to his disciples and they were talking, you know, I think he was trying to convince Thomas at the point. It was in that section. He said, uh, a spirit does not have flesh and bone. He didn't say blood. Flesh, bone, and blood. You know, flesh and bone. Mm -hmm. And so that to me speaks of mm -hmm. Jesus poured out every drop of blood he had on Calvary. Come on. It, it dropped into the earth, which the earth was destroyed by the sin of man. So that blood that hit the ground uh, was redemption for the planet, as well as the, he then spiritually went into heaven and sprinkled his blood, gave all of his blood to the cleansing of the heavenly tabernacle which was, was if we've seen the earthly one. Have you ever seen an earthly tabernacle, one they've made? I have not. You've I never gone not. to one? If you ever get a chance, go. They used to have one up here at Team Missions. It was really cool. No, I have. I have seen that. You saw that one? Yes. Yeah. I love this here, too, and I want to say this. Uh, this <clears throat> Like how you opened, Pastor Dan, with that end, how it says we're all called to die at once. But I have a little thing that I was told a while ago, and it was if the Bible says it a lot, we say it a lot. I just want to say this is one of three references right now that I can point out to you uh, when it says, For Christ was offered once, bear sin to many. Those who eagerly wait for him, he will appear a second time apart from sin for salvation. Uh, Poor men die once. After this, the judgment. Hebrews says there'll be a judgment when you die. Romans says there'll be a judgment when you die. <laughs> Corinthians says there'll be a judgment when you die. Do not go into goofy grace and feel like you can receive Jesus and just live how you want. You will stand, as Romans says, and give an account for everything done in the flesh. And he is talking to believers, all right? And every word ever spoken. Out of oh, your mouth. Now, oh. there's going to be a grace, oh. but there, let's be oh, honest. Absolutely. And as a pastor, and as two pastors here, really an apostle and a pastor sitting here, we're saying is, we want to have you shown, you know, presentable before our Savior that, that we told you the truth of the gospel. And, and it's not just going to be well done, good and faithful servant. Man, I pray you hear that. Absolutely. But you know what? Let's be proud of every action that comes because the highest blood was paid for you to have what you have right now. So let's present it as living sacrifices to God. And, and our story is a, is a living testimony of our faith in Him, that our actions match um, the love that we have for Him. That's great. Verse 14 says, wow, it's got 12 seconds. How much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal Spirit offer Himself without spot to God, Come on. cleanse your conscience wow. from dead works to serve the living God? We'll touch on that when we get back. You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast from East Coast Christian Center. We will be back shortly after we thank our sponsors. At East Coast Christian Center, we are building a life-giving church that lasts. We are one church in many locations with campuses in Merritt Island, Vieira, Coco, and an online campus that you can attend from anywhere. Here at East Coast, we value each generation and work hard to ensure that no matter what age or stage of life you're in, there's a place for you in our family. You weren't meant to do life alone, so come and find your church home with us. You can plan your visit or get more information online at eccc.us. 
Need a fence professionally done the first time? Hercules and Atlas Fence, owned and operated by Mike Green, has been certified since 1960. No job is too big or too small. Hercules and Atlas Fence, 321-258-9853. Find them online at ineedafence.com. The New Thing Youth Church is a generation of students destined to change the world through God's power and love. If you're between 7th and 12th grade, join us every week for fun, relationships, and the Word of God. The New Thing Youth Church meets at the Parkway Worship Center every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. and Sunday night at Vieira High School at 6 p.m. Check out our TNT Youth Church app for more details. For over 30 years, Cabron Air Conditioning has proudly served the Space Coast area. Honest, professional, and reliable. Whether it's repairs, maintenance, or it's time to upgrade your old system, Cabron Air will take care of it. Their phone number is 321-784-0127. That's 321-784-0127. Or find them online at cabron.com. Customer satisfaction is their top priority. The world desperately needs strong, faithful, and equipped believers ready for battle right now. ECCU provides high-quality instruction at a fraction of the cost of other Christian universities. At ECCU, you will learn who you are, whose you are, and know how to practically exercise the tools God gave you. We offer associates, bachelors, masters, and doctoral programs in theology and Christian ministry. Our number is 321-452-1060. That's 321-452-1060. Extension 102. Find more information at eccuequipped.com. At East Coast Christian Academy, our mission is to create a space where children will thrive, and we believe they grow best in a safe, clean, Christ-centered environment. We're passionate about showing the love of Jesus to children in our community and helping them become everything God has called them to be. At East Coast Christian Academy, we are all about family. We work hard to foster a culture and environment of positive attitudes and teamwork. And we provide flexible schedule options for team members who have their own busy family lives. Do you have experience in early childhood educational environments in the heart for the next generation? If so, we have room on the team for you. Find out more about joining our academy team online at eccc.us slash academy or call us at 321 453 Kids. That's 321-453-5437. Welcome back to the Morning Breath Podcast. Lean in as the pastors finish the show with their final thoughts. Welcome back, everybody. We just read verse 14. I'll read it again for you. It says, How much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offered himself Without spot, do you have a little footnote there that for spot on verse 14? No. Uh, it's blemish, without blemish, without spot, without blemish to God. In other words, sinless. Cleanse your conscience from dead works to serve the living God. Here's, here's the deal. In, in, in the old days, when they went to the temple and they did whatever sacrifice— you know, brought two turtle doves if they were a, a poor family or brought a, a lamb or, a, or a, you know, a cow, something, you know, something big because they were a wealthy family. Um, and they would shed their blood 
they wouldn't feel any different on the inside. Mm. They would feel good because they did what was right. They would be like, yeah, we followed the law. We did, uh, we did the job, but it didn't have the power to change them on the mm. inside. Here it says it cleanses their conscience from dead works. A clean conscience, a clear conscience is worth millions of dollars. Amen. To be able to look at anybody and smile at them and know, hey, I'm not holding back. I'm not, I, got, I don't have the secret hate towards you. All the, it's good because God has forgiven me, and I know God's forgiven you in the same way. That's a super valuable thing. Hey, we got to get. God bless you guys. Have a great day. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Morning Breath podcast. If you did, we would love for you to give it a thumbs up and share it with a friend. To follow along with our daily chapter list and for quick access to East Coast podcasts, events, and more, download the East Coast app. It's the best way to stay connected with everything East Coast. We would also love for you to join our online community. Just search for East Coast Christian Center on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks again for listening to the Morning Breath podcast.